I'm Naomi, and this is the Sleepy House Healing Podcast. Hello, friends. It's me, Naomi, coming to you late (laughs) for this Leo full moon. Uh, Naked and afraid. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. I, uh, I am really cozy. Um, and I do typically record in not a lot of clothing because it's just me and you, whoever is listening. It's a pretty intimate conversation with me most of the time. So, okay, this particular full moon has been hell on my nervous system. And I've heard reports of other people saying that, but also, you know, uh, that's what I'm noticing because that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, shit, I'm on a really low battery, so hopefully it doesn't affect the sound that I just plugged it in. Y'all, I'm going to keep this pretty short, and I hate to do that when I'm also coming late. The full moon already technically has hit its peak earlier today, um, and I'm just now getting to sit down and record and what I'll say I'm a Leo moon myself and I love Leo energy but I do feel like it can be exhausting (laughs) and I do sort of like with the sun card which is related to Leo right the sun Leo being a solar energy being one of the luminaries right The sun can illuminate a lot of information. And this is why I don't really agree that like the sun is always about like warmth and it's not always about joy. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's like exposure, right? Like, oh, suddenly it's like the lights got turned on and like, oh, I see all this shit in the room and I need to clean the room. (laughs) Like literally. So I was just on another podcast recently if you're a patron you it's on the feed and uh that was fun one of my good friends ruby and pete who i had never met before really nice really fun i enjoyed it um and what else was i gonna say yeah okay it's called spiritual graffiti I didn't really even know what to expect, but we ended up talking a lot about dreams and dream work, and that is coming up just more and more again. Like, more people are hollering at me about dream work rather than, like, my other offerings, Um, but I'm really not doing a ton of readings right now. My life is just busy. Like, there's a lot of shit happening, a lot of things in the air. Um, I don't want to say it's uncertainty because I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of clarity that's come up here lately. It's just a lot of new information, a lot of stuff to sort of organize and deal with. Nothing's like really bad. It's just like, well, a lot of info. So as I was shuffling, some cards popped out and I just want to tell you what they are. This particular reading, we're not doing a spread. Okay. I'm going to tell you all the cards that just came out, what I think they mean, and, and you know, how I see it. There's no layout, and 
this is like the riskiest thing I do with the tarot, I feel like, because like, you know, in a spread, in a good layout, that gives you information. Like, that is important to know the context and, you know, to frame the situation. But uh, sometimes I, if you've had a reading with me, it's like a conversation and we ask questions during the conversation, you know, together. And uh, I just shuffled and like all these cards came out sort of from beneath the surface. And I, and that's sort of what I'm getting. Like there's this emergence, this illumination. There's a lot of discomfort with this full moon. And I don't know, it's just... I don't want to say everybody's here. Maybe if you're listening, you're here because we, you know, we're cosmically linked and that's why you're listening. Um, but I hope, you know, you're you're hanging in there. Just take care of your nervous system, like straight up. That's the thing I keep sort of seeing. I think, too, there's just like, at least for me, I get this sort of antsiness. Like I really am ready for better weather. I'm ready to get out of my room and out of my house and I can do that, but it's just harder when it's not warm outside, and I want that. I want the sunshine. Um, okay, the cards that fell out, Ten of Swords, Three of Cups, and Queen of Pentacles. So these are the first three cards that came out, and they're just like, this is the present moment. I'm not really, none of these cards feel like retroactive. In fact, nothing came out reversed, which is... uh unusual but yeah okay ten of swords so there is that sense of burnout it maybe not you but maybe people around you like there is that sense of like okay I've been running maybe not resting enough maybe not doing enough of the things that you enjoy right um it's not always that we need more sleep or more rest in fact sometimes giving myself permission to stay like in my room and like in my bed is not good right so it's like actually am I filling my time that the little time that I may have free like am I doing stuff that actually feels good and fills me up and you know is beneficial uh burnout isn't just like oh I didn't get enough rest it's also like this constant if you're like constantly needing to be on or feeling like you have to perform in some way Um, I also recognize I am recording this on a Sunday night and, you know, if you're listening to this right when I post it, uh, which actually some of you do. Cool. Thank you. Nice. Um, but also like, you know, there's work, probably work tomorrow for a lot of us. So just take care of yourself. Remember your boss is not your friend. Remember no matter how much at your job, it's like family (laughs) <laughs> or whatever they say, you know, uh, you, you're still replaceable and like, you're not replaceable in your community with your friends and your family. And, um, three of cups here, just sort of like, have you been having that intimate connection with loved ones lately? If not, how can you get that? Because it's such an, it's a need, it's a requirement. We need each other as tough as it is sometimes, you know, to make the time or to create the space. Um, yeah, check in with your people, you know, I, I read this thing. My husband reads like a lot more than me as far as like the news. And he was like, 
billions of people report not having a single friend. Like people don't have friends. And I find that really, really sad because platonic friendship is so beautiful and magical. And it's hard. It's hard to go a long time not having anybody and then creating friendships where you have like boundaries and, you know, a sense of reciprocity and not like, I don't know. It's like, I've gone through those droughts. I've, I have some friends that have just always been there and I'm really, really fortunate and grateful and blessed to have that. But, um, I've been through sort of like droughts as far as like local friends, you know, like living somewhere else and feeling very alone. And when I start talking to people again, um, there's always a little bit of a learning curve of like, oh, how can I, you know, navigate conflict in this new dynamic? Or how can I, you know, see this person as one of what's meant to be like a a network, right? Like, I think it's really important to remember you are not meant to be someone's everything and no one can be your everything, right? So it's okay to it's great to have people you can like emotionally take your bra off with, but just I, what I'm hearing here is like, beware of venting and dumping and, you know, being for things being one-sided, right? So just notice in yourself, like, do I need a break or do from this person? Or do I need to like, maybe call another person this time? If you know, if it's been just you, um, sharing with one person, just check in, you know, like get consent and also, one other thing that I'm sort of hearing here is like navigating that and far as as far as like choosing when you speak up, right? Because a lot of us will kind of not say anything, not say anything, not say anything until, oh no, it's been like a long time and I didn't say anything. And maybe, you know, my I wasn't feeling respected or valued and now I'm upset, but it feels too late or, you know, I'm just checking with yourself here because part of what I'm hearing is like, it's t- this time. Um, it's not all just, you know, nobody's like a bad guy really is what I'm seeing in these cards. Like nobody's like being malicious for the most part. Like I don't get this sense, um, that there's just like, oh, everybody's trying to pull on you or, or whatever, tug on your energy. It's just like 10 of swords, right? There's just a lot of little things sort of adding up, you know, to make maybe your load, your information load heavy. Okay. So just, yeah, keep in mind, it's probably not one person. I sort of had like a recent thing where I sort of like snapped at some of my loved ones and I hated it and it felt like total shit. And I hate when I do that. And there's that choice of like, okay, I can do the shame spiral thing and it makes sense to do that in a way. Like I'm very familiar with that path of like beating myself up and, oh, I was mean to someone I really care about and whatever. But it's like that process sort of, or or, yeah, going down that sort of spiral actually creates more space between me and the loved one. So it's better, or I don't even want to say better. What I do now is, you know, try to make amends when I really feel it and, um, you know, do my best to let it go. So hard to let things go. I I'll just admit for me personally, I have such a long memory 
for things um, that I have done wrong. And then when it comes to other people, I really try, I really don't keep score with other people, but with myself, I'm like, God, I'm just, you know, I do have that, that negative narrative that still sneaks in sometimes. So, okay. Um, Queen of Pentacles, tend the body, tend the environment. Look around. Are you feeling okay in your skin? Have you been feeling like cooped up? Do you need to drink some water? <laughs> like, I hate to sound like, I don't know. One of my friends one time told, said that like, reminder to drink water feels patronizing. And like, I really internalized that because I do it all the time because I need it all the time. Okay. I never mean it patronizing. It's just the fact that like I forget about my basic essential needs and the ways that I can stay resourced in the mundane way. There's not always like a spiritual thing we need to reach for, um, though every moment and every experience is spiritual because we are spirits in bodies, right? But what I'm saying is like, look at your mundane needs. Like, are is your nutrition, how is that? Like, are you thirsty? Do you need to pee? Have you been holding it because you're engrossed in whatever you're doing? Um, do you need to go for a walk or stretch your body? You know, that sort of thing. Queen of Pentacles is like, look at what's right here. Uh, on earth, here in the, you know, physical, tangible reality, like what, what is needed? Because what comes after that? (laughs) What's on the other side, right? Not even the other side, but what's like, what we get through doing that, right? The gifts of being resourced. And I don't want to like, live in this fantasy where you're just being regulated means being calm all the time. It doesn't, <laughs> right? Like, it's normal to get dysregulated sometimes when something happens. But finding your center, having this baseline that you can come back to, that is the goal, right? Like, having coping mechanisms that don't harm yourself or others, um, that's really important. And we also don't want to be so afraid of harm that we don't live, right? Um, Being born and breathing and, uh, you know, moving at all, we leave our mark. We leave our mark on our mothers and that's not a problem. It's a beautiful thing, right? Like trying to live this perfect harm-free life is not really possible and In doing so, we really rob ourselves of some of the beauty that comes, you know, like the the stretch marks or or whatever, like that's part of the experience. It's part of living and being incarnated. So I'm just saying um, in a world where we can look around and we see massive harm on every corner, this isn't like a permission slip to just do whatever you want and like hurt whoever you need to hurt hurt to get your way. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, um, remember that like living is not safe. (laughs) It's not. Um, it's not. So it's okay to 
it's not okay. It's like just inevitable that like, you know, we, we, we leave a mark. Okay. With that said, it it really does feel like part of this message, right? Seeing the 10 of swords, three of cups, the queen of pentacles. It's like, stop trying not to like worry about the mind or go through the mind. Um, because you've gone as far as you can with like thinking and logic it's not bad to be thinky think and thinking and processing and trying to you know apply logic but it only goes so far what i'm seeing with this queen of pentacles is that okay we can go through the body tend the body and it's through that sort of portal of perception that we get the queen and king of wands both upright. I did not expect to have the pair, right? I am not a big fan of like divine feminine, divine masculine language. I think there's other ways that we can talk about like polarity. And um, I think divine feminine and masculine for a lot of people is just shorthand and it's not a problem. So I'm not like calling you out or anybody out about saying divine feminine and masculine. I really don't get in my feelings about it. Um, but there is, what I'm trying to say here is there's both here, right? When it comes to our energy and our spirit, it's like puzzle pieces have come together and sort of like it, the lover's card didn't come up in this spread, but I, I do kind of get that sense with the king and queen here. It's like, okay, all parts of ourselves coming together um, fitting, fitting together in its imperfect but perfect way. And there is this sense of like spiritual expansion and awareness and power, like raw power that is available. But we have to tend the body. You have to tend the body to really access it. Um, there's a candle on the queen of wands. And I just want to say like, don't burn your candle at both ends. I've really personally been doing this. So like, please know that like I am talking to and about myself when I say this, but like, don't burn the candle at both ends. Um, you know, if you can think of your energy, just looking at this king of wands, if you can think of your energy, like this plant, right. Or your body, like your spirit as this organism that is alive and isn't, uh, even when we feel stagnant or we're being still, it's like, um, you know, you can have a plant and as long as it's alive, there's still potential for growth. There is still um, this aliveness that is available through that. So it's like... I don't want to say like, okay, you better work, but like part of the work is like slowing down, considering, again, going through the body, not through the mind. And then, yeah, self-trust that you have the tools. You've done a lot in the mind. You've gathered so much information. You've got the books or the, the courses or the practices, like you've got the teachings, but now it's like putting it into practice is less about you know, I'm not saying don't study. If you're in the midst of studying something, like, cool, that's awesome. But, you know, don't have study placed, like, as a higher priority than practicum, right? Or praxis is what I was trying to say. Okay. 
And then the final three cards, which is sort of like, what's next? What's going on? What's coming? Okay. <laughs> Again, like I have done plenty of readings with this deck. Uh, not lately, but I know they weren't all, these cards were not all in order. But, <laughs> oh yeah, and even if they were in order, they wouldn't be this order. I just, okay, I'll tell you what it is. It's Ace of Cups, Ace of Swords, Ace of Pentacles. Okay. <laughs> I love it. You know, three aces all here. Like, yep, yep, yep. Starting line. There's a starting line and a seed being planted through multiple dimensions, really. Like, m multiple layers of your being. King and Queen of Wands is like, here's all this energy. Here's all this raw power. And now you have... I don't want to say choice, but yeah, it is the choice. Like, how are, how am I going to channel it? Um, Ace of Cups being through, you know, the heart and how you engage in the rest of the world and how you um, share your gifts, share your uh, specific kind, like, brand of creativity and beauty and the way that you see the world, even just your perception, sharing your perception of uh, reality, like the truest, not like, oh, I'm having a bad day and like I'm, sh I'm venting and, you know, but I mean like when you're having a normal one <laughs> or a good one and you really can, you get that sense of, of clarity about like how things work, right? Even if it's in like evolving, right? The way that you share your medicine, really, Ace of Cups. And then Ace of Swords, there's this potential for, you know, there's this seed being planted for writing your story. And it's not always writing, even it's just like using your voice, right? Speaking truth to power, picking up the sword. And I don't always feel this about Ace of Swords or Swords in general, but I do get that sense of like, maybe there is conflict. But you know, some fights are worth having and it's really just up to you to have the discernment, right? Like maybe you haven't engaged in conflict or you've been avoiding something and then Ace of Swords is here like, actually pick this thing up. It's here for you, your voice, it's your tool to navigate this reality with discernment and um it's you know it's part of <laughs> it's part of being here right it's part of being here sometimes there's conflict and you have the ability to navigate it doesn't make you a villain um also like just the binary of like good, bad, villain, good guy, hero. I just, it might be useful sometimes, but I'm just like, Neh. it's just never like that. It, in my per perspective, it's just, there's, there's always so many layers and, um, you just need to have your point of view. It is really not your job to see everything from every person's point of view. And, Yes, we need to be empathetic. We need to be considerate and give a shit about each other. Obviously, I think that goes without saying. But trying to 
fight every war for everybody is not possible and exhausting. And if you're worn down, how are you going to fight your own battles? Your job, your, you know, assignment is to fight your battles, is to see things from your perspective. Um, Changing your mind about something typically is not an instant thing. I don't know, maybe some of you can genuinely just like be corrected and immediately like feel differently and like, you know, pop up with like, oh, I see the error of my ways, you know, like the internet kind of like wants us to do, it seems like some people uh, want and crave. But uh, for most people, I think um, it takes time. So for now, or until you get more information, until you really have the experience, um, yeah, we're differentiation is a thing on this plane so it's okay like you are meant to see things from your through your reality tunnel my friend okay and then we have ace of pentacles so there is this other very material tangible seed being planted at this time too and I myself have something, I can't even talk about it. It's taking forever. And um, I'll leave it at that, you know? Like, I'm probably going to close my books pretty soon. I just have other things happening. I have another adventure, hopefully. Um, it is going to happen. I don't know why I'm, like, saying hopefully. I know it will happen, but, like, externally, there's not a lot of signs of it actually happening. So, um, but... Yeah, Ace of Pentacles, something's being planted and it's under the surface. You may not can see what that fully means yet, but yeah. This particular card has this sun shining out of um a pentacle and then there's all these gifts, all these all this abundance. There's like a pear and a pineapple and a, a string of beads that are purple and some fruits and yeah, there's like a kiwi and a diamond ring and grapes, bangles, cherries. Anyway, <laughs> you know, it's, um, you may not see how this is going to grow yet, but I <sighs> see Ace of Pentacles is a really good sign, especially if you're experiencing like sort of feelings of lack or like, oh, where's the money going to come from? Or, oh, how am I going to like manifest what I want? in this reality like try to chill because truly manifesting though I I almost feel like manifesting is sort of mundane at this point just the way that I part of it working for me at least is like seeing it as normal is just part of how I do things and tr- the trust piece trusting that future me or even me now it's like I will know what to do when I need to do something, when I need to make a move, when I need to make a change, can trust myself. I don't like to say trust the universe because I think the universe is a neutral thing that includes all of us, right? I don't expect the, the universe to carry out my will. It's my job to figure out my true will. So what I really want and what I really need and how maybe that doesn't always line up right? The true will 
being like, what's good for me, right? It's my job to seek that. And then seeing the universe or reality as this neutral, uh, you know, mirror for my own energy and my own desires. And when I'm getting these troubles, when I'm getting this like kickback, there's some part of me that's like, okay, I'm still in a ma- I'll just put it like this, like I'm still in a course with that aspect of myself. And I don't mean this in like, oh, I attract everything that I am or whatever. Like there's nuance. There's like a lot to it that's not just as simple as like, oh, well, this bad thing happened and it's my fault because I you know, I don't think we bring everything onto ourselves. And I don't think, you know, all of this happens in the context of the world where we live. But you'll notice that like, when you start looking at reality as this thing that you create all the time, uh, more things that seem sort of magical become mundane. And then it's more possible. It's like you take some of your desires down off the pedestal and you normalize them to yourself and they become more um, in reach, right? And so I don't know how to explain this exactly, but I just want to say with Ace of Pentacles, you're probably already doing it on some level, so you don't have to worry. And the more you can relax and like lean into like, yeah, this is happening, this is gonna go, you know? Um, I've said this a million times, but it bears repeating because it's something that I myself do. And I notice like people in my life do it too. And it's because I, some part of me is doing it. And that's why it keeps getting reflected back to me. And it's just that I am not staying safe by not having expectations. Like I'm not saving myself from any grief by, um, assuming that what I want won't happen, won't happen or can't happen. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't, it shuts me off. Maybe I'll be a little less disappointed, but it also shuts me off from like the full spectrum of emotions in the present moment. So yeah, I don't know. Just something I think about a lot. Like Assuming it won't work out becomes this sort of like self-evident thing of like, okay, well, assuming that it's like, I don't know, it's like expecting shit makes the shit that does come feel like, ah, okay, of course, I knew it. Like nothing good can happen, you know? There's this sense of, mm, I don't know, I'm just, I think because I'm especially cynical right now and I feel yeah, like my nervous system is blown out. But like, I also know that things are going to get better pretty soon. Cause it's like, I feel exactly how I feel before something really good happens, which is just kind of like, I need a really good night of sleep. And once I get it, you know, it's like, oh yeah, everything's fine. But it's like, yeah, I haven't been sleeping great. Not because of anything spooky so much as just, you know, I've, I've been eating gluten when I'm not supposed to eat gluten because it makes me feel bad. And I know that, but it's a choice I've made to enjoy 
<laughs> to enjoy fresh made pasta and such. And then I don't sleep well and it becomes this whole cycle, you know. Um, but it was a choice I made, you know. It's like, yeah, now I'm dealing with the consequences. Part of me regrets it. Part of me's like, nah, that was really good. Fettuccine Alfredo with mushrooms. Um, <laughs> but yeah, not sleeping well sort of makes everything feel, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I used to like stay up on purpose because it altered the way I felt reality. And it was sort of like tripping without having to buy any drugs, you know, <laughs> not that I, not that I really think psychedelics are drugs, but anyway, you know what I mean? I, it was like a free trip basically. Um, but also because I just naturally, I like to stay up, but I feel crappy and I feel useless the next day. Um, so I'm in a sort of cycle of like not sleeping well and not really even putting in the effort to fix it yet. But I think tonight is going to be, basically I'm going to throw this podcast up and then I'm going to force myself to go to sleep, put down my phone, observe my dreams, and uh, yeah, I'll probably see you on the internet soon. I hope you're doing well. I hope that this transmission hits you exactly how it's meant to. I know it's a little like rushed or whatever I'm not gonna pick it apart I really I just don't want to like I thought about being like okay this is the one I'm just not gonna do because I'm too tired and strung out and whatever but I really just don't like to miss my appointments you know and this is our date our every new and full moon date I like to do this so sometimes I come a little raggedy and that's me this time um, I like to come when I'm relaxed and like, you know, feeling really just like this clear channel, but I have to admit, I don't feel that this time. I feel very much like my channel has, you know, some, my own stuff in it, but I think it always does. You know, there's a reason that you're attracted to listening to me. And I have to say too, it's like, I take a while to fully know things right like I'll start getting the edge of something and I said earlier you know oh a lot of people it takes a long time to change your mind or to form a different opinion or shift reality and I don't know that that's actually true because I'm very Saturnian and as much as I would like to go fast I really I go slowly (laughs) I do it takes me a long time to integrate things, new information. It takes, I'm just slower. I'm a slow walker. Um, I remember when I was a kid at camp, you know, that card game war. (laughs) I remember this girl being like, I don't want to play with you. You've moved too slow. Like I, I didn't put my card down like fast enough. Um, that just came back to me. Yeah. I move slowly and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm a turtle or a sloth. Um, They're not lazy. They just move slowly. The problem for me is sometimes I'll lose steam and I won't finish things. And then I feel like shame about that. But uh, 
you know, I've gotten a little, I've gotten better about that in the last year, I'd say. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so sleepy. I'm going to go. But anyhow, uh, it's the beginning of the month still pretty much in February at the time of this recording. If you would like to join my Patreon, I share a lot of writings and such, but I also, what's the other benefits? I really want to do a dream circle this month. I really, really want to, but the problem is I don't record them. They need, people have to actually show up. And, um, what happens is I usually get a lot of people who want to come and will even pay, but then they don't show up and I get it, you know, life is busy, but I don't want to do a dream circle where only two people or just one person shows up. Actually, two people would be fine because we would have plenty to talk about, but with, when it's just one person, I feel like it's just hard, you know, I have to, I end up talking the whole time almost and it's just... It's just tiring. I would I would like a group, a whole group. So if you're interested, drop me a line. It'll be a weekend for sure if I do it. If not, we will still do our monthly timeline jump. And yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about doing a little book club, but only one person reached out. So I don't know. If, you, if you're not into it, no worries. I just, I, I always feel like I need to do more on Patreon, but y'all are really, y'all who are patrons, at least, y'all are really not, like, y'all don't push me to make stuff, you know, I will, some months I post a ton of info, and I, you know, all kinds of content, and then some months I'm like, you know, there's the timeline jump, and these podcasts, and there's, and that's it, and nobody ever complains, I really don't lose patrons often either, um, so thank you to my patrons. Um, it really helps, uh, <laughs> cover my internet bill, you know, it's really great. I just any support. I am always so grateful, but, um, yeah, pretty soon I'm actually going to do away with my website. I just, I think it's going to make more sense for me to only offer readings to my patrons and, uh, yeah, that's mainly who books anyway. Here and there I'll get someone new, but my availability is about to shrink. And I, yeah, I think it makes sense for me to just cut back. I'm scaling back and going on a new adventure soon, hopefully. So my books are open right now. Um, if, if you, there's a time that you need, that's just not available. I think I only have like two days open right now for readings and you just email me or, you know, drop me a note on, I'm not, I'm not on my main account on Twitter anymore. It was just too much. So just drop me a note on Instagram or I don't know. Email is honestly the best. Um, and I will work around your schedule. I'll try to help, you know, I try to be accessible in that way. Cause some of y'all are not in America and your schedule is very different from mine. So I'm really not against doing an early morning or a very late night reading. Um, 
But I just give this warning that pretty soon my books will be closed and then only available to patrons. So if you want to get in, get in uh, this month, basically. So anyway, okay, that is enough. I have yammered on and I am starting to feel like so sleepy that I'm loopy. So, <laughs> all right. Happy Leo full moon. And yeah, that's it. Bye.